You're listening to Raising Little People, the podcast for parents by early years professionals. Your hosts at the Bilingual Day Nursery are here to support and guide you into the wonderful world of children and help you to see the world through a child's eyes. Estás escuchando Raising Little People, el podcast para padres de profesionales de educación infantil. Sus anfitriones en la guardería bilingüe están aquí para apoyarlo y guiarlo en el maravilloso mundo de los niños y ayudarlo a ver el mundo a través de los ojos de un niño. In this episode, we are going to be talking about some practical tips for returning to work after maternity leave. Returning to work after maternity leave can be a huge challenge, regardless of whether you had two weeks or two years off. It's very likely that being at work seems like a distant memory, which is etched in the back of your mind. Each family will have their own differing circumstances, which will define how long you may be able to take for maternity leave. And we are seeing more and more shared parental leave too, which is wonderful. We've heard about your rights when returning to work after maternity leave, but what about the practicalities? You will need to have already decided about your childcare. Don't forget to take into consideration the time it will take you to get to and from work. Make sure that your childcare hours are wide enough either side of your commute to ensure that you are not late to collect your children. We recommend doing a test run. Leave your house at the time you expect is early enough. Drive to nursery or the childminders. Get out, unload your child and all the baggage they come with. Load them back into the car and then drive to work. Have you arrived on time? This is equally as important with a second child. Getting two children ready takes more than twice as long as only having one. Make sure that you do a trial run with dropping both children wherever they need to be. The traffic in commute may have changed since you last went to your workplace. It's equally important to discuss with your partner about who will be doing the drop-offs and collections. If you'll be taking turns, do you both have a car seat or pushchair? How are you going to manage the logistics if mum drops off and dad collects and you only have one car seat? For some families, it works great with one parent having sole responsibility for the childcare runs, but this is not the case for everyone. Think about all these steps and discuss them with your partner. If you're lucky enough to have family available to help, do they have all the necessities to look after your child? Do you need to remember to take their travel cot or pushchair and change of clothes with you? We suggest making a list that can be stuck near the door, which lists which days of the week your child is going where and what things need to be sent with them. It's likely your child may need different clothes and shoes if they're going to nursery all day than if they're going to their grandparents. And even the most organized parents can struggle to think clearly if they've had a bad night's sleep and are in a rush to get to work. Another thing that you may not have thought of is backup childcare. If your child is ill, they will not be allowed to attend their nursery or childminder. Or if they become ill, they'll be sent home. If you have a job which is very far away from your childcare, or you'd struggle to leave at very short notice, think carefully about whether there is anyone in your family or friendship circle that would easily be able to collect your child if they were unwell. When at nursery, your child will be exposed to possibly a higher number of children than they ever have before. There is a strong likelihood they will pick up a common cold or illness whilst their immune system develops. You may be lucky enough to have family nearby, but if you don't, The discussion needs to be had at work so your employer understands any situations that may arise. If you are planning to still breastfeed when you go back to work, think about how you're going to express. 
do you have somewhere to store the express milk? Something that we often see that pre presents a minor issue when babies start nursery with us is that they've never been given a bottle before. It can be really difficult to help them settle in if they're hungry. If possible, we recommend that your baby is introduced to the bottle and comfortable to drink from it before they start nursery, as it can make the transition smoother. You will feel more relaxed at work knowing that your baby is well fed and happy. It's a good idea to do settling sessions at nursery before you return to work. Each child settles at a different rate and some may only need half an hour before they feel completely relaxed at home in their new environment. However, some children may need several shorter sessions before they're settled. If your child has never been to a childcare setting before or hasn't been left with anyone other than family, we would usually recommend an hour or so initial settling session and then build it up from that to half days and then longer full days. It's very hard to predict settling sessions as we never know how a child will be. On the whole, we tend to find that the younger the child, the easier they settle unless they've been to a previous childcare setting, in which case they tend to settle very quickly, no matter what their age is. So if you're taking your child to nursery when they're three and they've never been to one before, we would suggest planning several shorter sessions before they'll be ready to stay for a full day of 10 hours. We also recommend doing your keep in touch days before you return to work if your workplace allows. It will give you a chance to get your head back in the game and catch up on anything that has changed whilst you are off. Depending on the length of time you had off, this list of changes may be quite substantial. Use this time wisely to ask lots of questions, ensure you voice any doubts and concerns, so that when returning for your real first day, you feel comfortable and confident to perform your job well. Don't be afraid to ask questions or ask for further training. Most employers will have programmes in place to do an induction training for those returning after a break. In our house, we find it helpful to loosely plan our meals for the week. If we know what we're planning to eat, it makes dinner time smoother, as we can take something out of the freezer in the morning, or at least know what we need to pick up from the shop on the way home. If both parents are working long days, the last thing that you want to do at seven o'clock when your child is finally sleeping is have to think about what to cook. It also means you're more likely to eat a balanced, healthy diet than having to find quick and easy meals every day. We also find it helpful to prepare everything for the morning the night before. So if we're both going to work and the little one is going to nursery, her bag will be packed with the shoes, wellies and anything else she needs and put by the door. Our lunches will also be prepared and in the fridge. It helps to create a more relaxed environment than if everyone in the house is rushing around in the morning to find what they need when they wake up. This is especially useful if you have more than one child and more than one drop off to make. To summarise, we suggest that you plan your commute and you do a test run. Decide between you who will be doing drop offs and pickups and check that you've got the suitable material to do so, such as car seats or pushchairs. Think about your plan B. What will happen if your child is ill, for example? Plan your settling in days at nursery and your keeping in touch days at work. Ultimately, preparation is key, and with planning and preparation, hopefully your first day back will be fantastic. Finally, relax and try to enjoy it. Make the most of the time being the old you. Your child will be having a great day playing with their friends or family. Music